Welcome to episode eight of Three Count Life. I'm joined with Kyle and Chris. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Um, I want to jump right into it. So AEW, fight for the fallen. I, I mean, I'm just going to ask, why isn't it just dynamite anymore? Like last week we had Fighter Fest part two, the week before that Fighter Fest part one. And now fight for the fallen. Why special name? Why not? Why is it not just dynamite? Well, Fighter Fest was advertised. Right. Uh, I just want to get my two cents in real quick. Sorry. I had no idea this episode of Dynamite was going to be something different. I was caught off guard. Until today. I also. But I don't understand why, Chris. You usually watch it religiously, so do you know why? I mean, I don't. I don't quite know why. I just um, didn't want to give. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I don't know. I know that they, you know, they 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 have the old WCW pay per view schedule, but then they they had trademarked a few names they wanted to use, and I guess they just wanted to do certain things for certain points of the year, like Fight for the Fallen supposed to be um, like around the July, you know, July fourth respect the troops honor the troops that kind of thing so they kind of wanted to just do something along those lines is what i'm guessing okay all right that's valid i guess um so why don't you take us through the highs and lows of dynamite and i will say i did catch the cody Rhodes and sunny kiss match like how can you not love sunny kiss i don't know He's, like, fantastic. He's really good. I love to see him in more main event-type matches. I wouldn't go as far as main event-type matches. Uh, he's not there yet, technically. But, he will be. I mean, it was a good opener. Um, wasn't my favorite of the of the show. I'd say the fav- my favorite of the show is actually John Moxley versus uh, Brian Cage. You're uh, very predictable. Uh, that was my favorite match of the night. It was okay. great technical wrestling. It was he was working a body part. It told a story, especially with the ending with uh, with Taz throwing in the towel. Told an even deeper story about his arm and how he didn't want him to go back into rehab for five to ten months again. You know, it told a greater story that led to also Darby Allen coming back, which was a great surprise for me. I mean, kind of saw it coming, but at the same time, Darby Allen's back. And he was in the ring instead mm-hmm. of on a vignette. <laughs> but uh, yes, see, yeah. I mean, that was that was my biggest high. Also, um, I don't know if you guys caught it. I know you. I know Kyle was watching NXT and you were doing something. So, um, <laughs> I, <clears throat> what's her name? Nyla Rose actually announced her um, manager tonight. And, and it, was, it was our correct pick. It was Vicky Guerrero. And her her remixed um, entrance music with the mm-hmm. excuse me. That was hilarious. It is, right? Like, uh, it's that a little was ob- fucking hilarious. It's a little obnoxious. And Kyle, That's I know. exactly what you guys wanted it to be. I know. About it now. I know that you were on the, you were watching the NXT side. But if, if I can find the video, I'm going to send it to you because. 
it was it's hilarious you need to i know you're probably gonna watch AEW, but i definitely want you to see this video tonight when we're done recording so you can get a good laugh um yeah i'll uh, just i'll just go watch it i recorded yeah, it it's, how it's far in did obvious. it happen it's pretty later on it's the second okay. hour yeah, yeah i'll just i'll just zoom through and watch it and then restart it tomorrow because that sounds hilarious. <laughs> it was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> it you will. Good. She, she you cut will a good appreciate promo. it. Yeah. Yeah. She cut a good. She cut a good promo for Nyla. Um. I mean, it was just hilarious. But it was. It was kind of an expected surprise. It, th- those were the surprises of the night. That the Darby Allen return. Um. Everything was kind of expected, but it was still great. Still a great show. Well, when the lights went out at the end of the Brian Cage and Moxley match, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together that it was Darby Allen. Really? The lights always go out for Darby Allen. I know, and you know what? I was like, oh, I'm a shitty fan. <laughs> <laughs> How did I not well, see that? Coming? I mean, we we even talked about this on previous podcasts. We said that you know Darby Allen's going to interfere with Brian Cage match. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Right, because he put him out. Okay, yeah, he but put him I. Out for but a how? Maybe it's me getting old in my memory that I just <laughs> like. I was like, whoa! It's my old time. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was the high. That was the high points of Dynamite for sure. Um, great matches though. Um, this the the six man tag, the Elite versus Jurassic Express, was pretty fucking fun if you ask me. A lot of high spots, a lot of crazy shit. Marco being thrown around like a fucking rag doll. Uh, I do want to ask you, that was the one match I kind of was in and out on. Like, I saw it, I didn't see it. But was Kenny Omega a little out of character in this match? Um, Something something happened to where, like, he, after, after the bell rang, he snapped on somebody. I forgot who it was. But they were trying to start some controversy. I did see uh, Marco Stunt tweeted out something about, I used to look up to you, Kenny Omega, but now I see you as a whiny little bitch or something like that. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe they're going to continue on the Kenny Omega and Marco Stunt feud. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that'll be all out 2021. I, okay. I don't know. Okay. Whatever works. Um, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> that no, was a complete I, joke. I'm tr- yeah. Okay, so before, though, before the main event match, my favorite in AEW uh, finally was able to tweet today. The verified accounts were not able to send out tweets, which I think is hilarious. Um, time to scout. Does that mean that he's getting himself into the main event picture mjf or i mean i don't know what that means it's very what's the proper word i'm looking for um i don't know the word i'm looking for i mean it's vague. very in, it was vague it's vague but it's very in character of mjf he he yeah. always he believes himself as a main event attraction so why not place himself in the main event as best he can which is through social media right now so do you feel like he's main event worthy? Still like without Cody Rhodes? Without Cody Rhodes? Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kyle. He's got he's got enough heat and enough um enough television time to be considered a main event. Mm-hmm. And and match quality. Uh, you know, he impressed me 
just with that Jungle Boy match, he he wrestled better than I thought he I've ever seen him wrestle in that one match alone. So he impressed the hell out of me with that match. I feel like he's made of it material. Yeah. Okay. Kyle, what do you think? I know you like you watch it. You know MJF is. My yeah, favorite. you're not gonna get <laughs> argument from me. So I definitely I agree. I think I think that's pretty cool. Uh, what it means, you know, we don't know, right? But um, it's a pretty cool tweet, and the timing is pretty interesting on it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think he could totally hold his own in the main event picture for sure. Okay. You could see him against a, a Mox or a Brian Cage or a, well, even a Darby Allen, I guess. Yeah, no, MJF and Darby Allen would be a fucking that would be a ripper. That yeah. needs to happen now, like right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody online was wanting uh, Darby Allen versus Brian Cage. As soon as yep. he came out and did that, and then everybody was like, I don't know, everybody was dream matching immediately, you know. Brian It'll Cage happen. versus Darby, Darby versus Mox, that would be fucking great. Could you imagine the crazy shit they would do? Like some kind of, some kind of, you know, no, no, no holds barred match between them two. Oh, it'd be sweet. Yeah, MJF, I mean, he's, he's always been more than just a master on the mic. I mean, the dude's got, he's got amazing in-ring skill as well, so... Um, I mean, he, he just, you could tell the guy cares about what he does, right? Um, he's, he's damn good at it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to see him in the mix, honestly. And it's, it's pretty amazing that uh, there's a lot of young talent and MJF's just one of many, but he does stand out, I think, because yeah. of his character wise, like, and from experience, when you go meet him. It's not, it's the same as if he's cutting a promo on TV. He doesn't give a shit. Like he's gonna yeah. tell you how it is. I mean, everybody knows this. I mean, he gave this. that seven-year-old kid the middle finger. Yeah. So that that kind of shit. I mean, it, it's next level for sure. It is, and I mean, there was no holding back when I met him. He was not nice. He was not like okay, yeah, like other people were that were supposed to be heels, uh, air quotes. Um, they were nice you know, when I met them, but he was in, I guess in character, he'd say it's not a character, but in his persona that you see on TV. Um, And to think that he's only 24 and is taking on really the role of an 80s heel, like, oh, back in the day, like some people wouldn't, I don't know if the generation that watches wrestling today necessarily would like the the way the heels were back then. They were very rude, obnoxious in real life too, right? Like, you know. Um, well, I think a lot of I think a lot of the fan base appreciates how much they hate MJF because of the '80s heels of that era, you know. Oh yeah, I, but I'm talking about a different type, like the way my son is growing up, there are certain things you just don't say and do. And that's acceptable for this generation. You know what I'm saying? Where back then they said and did whatever they wanted and no one got offended. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a different vibe. But MJF is the only one I see that's holding it that way in real life and Twitter and on the TV. You know what I mean? Like, in every single area. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you could see other heels and other promotions 
that go on, you know, podcast interviews and they're a totally different person. They're not that person. Exactly they, my point. They are, yes. They're out of character at that point and they're talking about, you know, whatever, behind the scenes stuff or, you know, their life or whatever, being nice to people. But MJF, he's living it through and through. Exactly my point. And that's how it was back in the 80s. And they didn't give a shit if they offended you, you know. And I, I think, like, you know, as a kid, we just didn't get offended. But it's a different era now. Like, and that's fine. And it's acceptable. But he's keeping that alive for us, at least, you know. Yep. So we can move on. And we can talk about NXT, which Kyle mm. I didn't catch any. I, last week, I think I kind of flipped back and forth, but I didn't catch any this week. So give us your highs and lows. Or <laughs> all highs, all lows. I don't know. Well, let me just give a quick um, thing on SmackDown. And Raw, Raw was okay. It, it was it was Raw. Um, last Friday, SmackDown was very peculiar. There's a lot of filler. Um the best match of that was the women's tag team match. That was awesome. And that was it. But tonight on NXT, so Keith Lee came out first, did a pretty cool promo. Dominic, what is his name? Doji? <laughs> I don't know. You know I can't say about. it, but yeah, we know. I, I was sitting on my couch practicing it, and now I can't say it. But Keith, Yes, thank you. <laughs> So Keith Lee, you know, they're like buds. So Keith Lee called him out and gave him a title shot, which was cool. And they had a really good match. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because after that match, it got all dark. And Scarlet came out. Didn't say a word. She was all weird. Um, this, you know, ominous music's playing. And she placed something on the ring and just maintained eye contact with Keith Lee. And then later, um, Karrion Cross interrupted Dominic in the back. And beat the crap out of him in the back. So I thought that was incredibly interesting. Um, Shotzi and Indy Hartwell had a really cool match. Indy won. That was pretty sweet. And the main event was Tegan Knox and Io Shirai. Io won. Um, but yeah, they put on a pretty good show. So I mean, it was okay. It was entertaining. N- not not like off the wall crazy like it was last week with that Keith Lee Cole match, but. You know, it wasn't terrible either. It was a lot better than SmackDown and Raw, that's for sure. So NXT opened with um, with Dijakovic versus Lee? Yeah. Okay, and Lee won. And then yes. later on, Carrie, well, at, right after the match, Scarlett came out to Lee and put something on the ring? Yeah, so, yeah right after that. And then after the was next match. like that match, dial, that uh, sand dial or whatever yeah. you call it? It was yep. that again? Oh, okay. Yeah, TikTok, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean it, it was it was it was I was like oh eh, that's that's the thing, um, yeah I mean they had it was okay I'm gonna stop talking now because <laughs> it was uh, you know I don't know I don't I don't know what they're doing I, I think it'd be weird to throw cross at Lee you know what I mean if he's getting involved with Lee in the NXT title right now I think that would be kind of strange. Yeah, that would be. You know, but you can definitely tell they're building Lee to be a fighting champion, which I mean, the, the guy, the guy's a bruiser, right? So I mean, he's he, he he'll he'll be able to handle it. He's durable as hell, um, you know. So we're probably gonna see a lot of Keith Lee. 
honestly. Which I don't think anyone would complain about because nope. he's fantastic. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I think I think it's it's refreshing. It it, it really is. So I th- I think he's going to be a lot of fun, and you're probably going to see him defending one or both the titles on a weekly basis. To be honest, that, that's kind of what they're setting up for. So. Um, and everybody's gunning for him, too, because he's got two titles, you know what I mean? So um, everybody's gunning for him. And I think there, there's a lot of guys that would, you know, mesh really well with him in the ring. So uh, the coming week should be pretty exciting for that. So I don't know if they're going to have him drop maybe the North American title. You know what I mean? Like there's so many possibilities. Is Is every title match he's in going to be for both? You know what I mean? Like there, there's a there's a lot of things that can happen. Oh, you're making me want to watch NXT. Yeah, I mean the the, <laughs> the, re- the wrestling's been phenomenal. Right. Um, and that that's what NXT has focused on more than the other two shows during this no audience era, I guess. And the wrestling has been just a blast to watch. So, um, yeah, Keith Lee is great, and he he's uh. Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be defending both, and and I see somebody saying, "Hey, you know, maybe not the NXT title, but why don't you put that North American title up?" You know what I'm saying? Something like along those lines, mm-hmm. where it's not for both. So we'll see. There's a lot of interesting directions they can take this thing, and Keith Lee is definitely the guy I think um, to carry two belts, in my opinion. I think that's an excellent choice on their was part. There, was there any undisputed era or like Velveteen dream or anything? No, on the show? no, it really? was, uh, I mean, it, it was more like a, uh, you know, the first quarter of the show was, you know, Heathley came out, you know, he cut a very emotional promo. It was good. Um, and then immediately after that, he has buddy come out and they went at it. So, um, yeah, n- none of that. Nothing like off the wall. I think, you know, that'll start coming back next week. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to have that. That locker room is going to be gun informed for sure. So I'm, I'm kind of, well, I'm really looking forward to which direction they're going to take this thing. Uh, you have me interested. I might actually. I might actually watch NXT live next week. Yeah, you know, you, you watch you watch wrestling, right? A, a yeah. two-time champ in wrestling is a lot different than, you know, boxing or MMA or something. And it's got to be somebody special, right? Not just in the ring, but they're, they're, you know, like Keith Lee is a very durable guy, you know. So they couldn't have picked somebody who was injury prone, you know what I mean? Because he's going to be very busy. Um, right. So it takes... It takes it takes quite a bit to carry that. I mean, that, that's a big load he's going to be carrying on a weekly basis. And I think for him as a star and, a, you know, a, an entertainer, it's just overall it's going to be good for all parties involved, I think. All right. I think I'm going to start watching it live now. Yeah, it's pretty – I mean, it's I, I like Keith Lee. I've always been a fan of him. And, uh, you know, he's really – running with it so it'll be it'll be pretty cool to see where it goes i'm ready for and have they done well they're gonna wait until there's an audience again to do takeover i'm assuming hopefully within the next couple of years there'll be audiences again but that's another topic for another time (laughs) jesus 
Um, I feel like the blood and guts got pushed back. It was supposed to be next week. It got pushed back to, again, to February 2021. And I just have a feeling that it's going to get pushed back again. I don't know. I hope not. There's no telling when audiences will come back. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? And we'll see. But so this Sunday coming up is Extreme Rules WWE. No. Um, No. It's called The Horror Show at Extreme Rules. We'll talk about that later because I have input on that. Eat. What? It's sweet. Oh, okay. You cut out. <laughs> it yeah, sounded like bad. he said eat. <laughs> eat. I thought he said, I thought he said eat. Eat. <laughs> eat. I could have said any three of those things. So, yeah. and, it, and it wouldn't have been too far off, honestly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle, <laughs> make me interested in watching <laughs> Extreme Rules on a Sunday night when I have work the next day. All right, in a world where you have work the next day and it's a Sunday and there's no other fucking sports to watch, <laughs> WWE comes to you with WWE presents a WWE presentation presented by WWE Horror Show at Extreme Rules pay per view. Now, there's one match on the card and it's the first match that is just a total turd and it's not. Apollo Cruz's fault because I like him, but it's Cruz versus MVP. I, who cares, right? What? Yeah, Cruz versus MVP. I MVP. truly don't care. I, I hope I hope Cruz is just a squash, right? Now we're gonna get into it later, Maria. But I do want to just I'm just going for the sake of match order. So Cruz versus MVP, U.S. title. Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins, eye for an eye match. <laughs> Somebody's losing an eyeball. Somebody is. And if it's Seth, I hope it's the opposite of his glove hand, because that would be hilarious. <laughs> then we have Braun, the train, or whatever the hell he calls himself, Strowman. Versus Wait, hold on. Back up. The train? Back up. Yeah. Back up. The train? Yeah. Well, the, he's moved right, on I don't, to get these hands. He, he I'm just, I'm, no, I made that up, because he wears oh. a Braun train. I'm trying to WWE excite shop to find. I was, I was going on WWE shop to find a fucking picture that had Braun's face on a train. Steve's hand Strowman versus Swamp Wyatt. It's Bray Wyatt, but it's the old, you know, the Swamp Father. They're doing a Swamp match, so it's going to be a cinematic match. Um, now, this is where things get awesome. Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's title. The only person who has matching Sasha and Bailey's like, intensity in the ring and on the mic and just overall is Nikki Cross mm-hmm. if you've watched it at all and that's actually what caused her and Alexa to lose last Friday was Nikki just let her emotions get in the way it was awesome build up uh, and that's why they lost because she just kind of lost control Bailey and Cross they're going to go fucking bananas and then for the Raw women's title Asuka versus Sasha this is where I feel this is where you should get really excited because Women's wrestling in general is better is is the peak right now, and it's only going to get better. And I think I think Sasha is somehow going to fuck with Bailey inadvertently. I'm using air quotes 
Bailey will retain, but she will do something for a close call. And then Bailey will come out immediately after that and screw Sasha out of the Raw Women's title. Uh-oh. So and you Sasha think that Bayley, this Sunday is coming to an end? I, I feel it. I, I just I just feel it. Because to me, it just seems so, like, not this past Friday, but the, yeah, this past Friday, Sasha, again, after the match, had the Raw Women's title, in, or the SmackDown Women's title in her lap. It's the one she hasn't had. You know what I mean? She wants it. She wants it. And I just hope they don't screw Asuka already and take it from her. And then you got Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler, <clears throat> which if you've been catching any Raw, um, you know, I'm, I, I love both of those guys. I think that's going to be a very, very entertaining match. And I'll be honest with you, the rumor mill is McIntyre is going to drop the title soon because they want him to get it back with a crowd, right? Okay. So who better to take the title from him than Ziggler? The rumors are... Randy Orton is going to be the ty- the champion. But what if Ziggler wins and then Randy turns around and takes it from Dolph, right? I don't know. It's just it's probably not going to happen, but it's fun to think about. The card yeah. is pretty exciting. Well, does does, uh, does Otis still have the money in the bank briefcase? Yes, he does. What if he yes. cashes it in on that? That would be that would be incredible, right? And uh, <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I mean, the, the dude carries bacon in it. Like, I love that. <laughs> he carries yeah, he, bacon he, he in it? bacon yeah. in his freaking suitcase. He, he, had, a, he had some um, brats in there as well. So, I mean, he don't play, you know? It, it's like his lunchbox with a, with a title I just, wanna, I just want to see Otis. I just want to see Otis either pin Drew McIntyre or, like, pin Braun in the fucking swamp during the cinematic match. Right, like he like he stumbles like, onto the snow with a he, go, he slides in on he's riding in on top of a fucking alligator in, in the swamp <laughs> and just fucking dives onto him. That would be the best. Oh, but anyway, it, on paper it's exciting. Again, I say it, I said it a billion times, and everybody's probably sick of it. But there's nothing more intense right now than anything Sasha and Bailey do, whether it's together or separate. Everything they're doing right now is just gold. So this is why I think now, yes, you don't have a crowd. You're not going to have one for a long time. Yeah. Now is the time to strike. Now is the time to put that belt, the belt Sasha hasn't had, get her in there, split them up. Um, So one thing that Nikki Cross and Alexa did is, you know, they made the women's tag titles what they are something to be sought after you know they they wwe made them a joke with you know they didn't have fighting champions before and sasha and bailey are running with them as well and i still feel that sasha is going to leave bailey with those belts so it's going to be interesting but yeah so the eye for an eye match i I don't i don't even know what to say to be honest I, i i Remember, this was back when it was back when Becky made her announcement, and you know Seth looked like a looked like a zombie, right? And then he just snapped at the end and and grinded Rey Mysterio's eyeball into the steps, and that was like Rey's what ninety seventh retirement attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's back, and they're doing this. I I, I don't even I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I I know it's going to be a good match. But I, th- I think it's weird. 
Because what are you going to do if Seth loses? Right. Uh, so. You don't have to wear an eye patch for the rest of yeah. his life. Like, I don't I don't get it. So I want to. OK. All right. <laughs> So isn't, wait, I, isn't Rey Mysterio's mask already like have a built-in eye patch? He put mesh over his eyes. Okay, well so, that's just that's just a dead giveaway that right. So the easy button, yeah, the easy button is to have Rey lose. Period. Yeah. So I did watch Raw and the segment with Seth, and I'm not gonna. I don't care what anybody says. I've been a fan of Seth Rollins. I've never had anything bad to say about him. I think he's a fantastic wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think he's a fantastic heel, so yep. I don't really like him being the good guy because I just feel like he does the heel role perfectly. And I'm watching it Monday a little bit, and he seems like he's on on the dark side, like you were saying, mm-hmm. um, and he's just getting darker and darker and darker. And I like that. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah. Seth can do it. He could pull it off. He really transformed from like the Monday Night Messiah, and now I don't know what the fuck he is, but he's very dark, right? Like he has the dark persona about him now. But with this eyeball match thing, <laughs> um, you know, it was it was great when Kevin Owens came out and gave Seth an eye patch, you know. I, thought it was hilarious um kevin owens is a comedian through and through great wrestler but he's awesome yeah so okay um an eyeball and the stipulation is they have to rip the eyeball out of the person's head yep to win yep okay all right here's my thing so we had a boneyard match, and we really didn't know what that was, but uh, it was a buried alive match, and AJ Styles got buried alive. Um, this is an easy turnaround to simply say that his friends dug him out before he, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, this is easy enough to say. When you're talking about someone ripping someone's eye out it's kind of permanent yeah like you just put it back in yeah like i don't know how that works i hope that it and they do have they do have eye transplant surgery so they could come up with some kind of crazy story after you know, but do I need a to week stay? of Seth having an eye patch on, he can go get another fucking eye. Do but I he need can't to afford He's got a kid on the way. He can't afford that. But well. do I need to think, and, and this is what upsets me, I don't want to think the rest of my life in 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 my kayfabe world that Seth Rollins lost a fucking eye. I, well. I don't want him to lose an eye, and I don't want Rey Mysterio to lose an eye. This is my problem. I didn't want AJ. I didn't want AJ to be buried alive, but at the same time, you can dig him out and he'll be okay. I mean, (laughs) there's the. They'll just just chop, chop, you know, put another fucking eye in Seth Rollins' head for next Monday. And I did say I did see some people on the social media, which is terrifying to be on at times, especially Twitter. Um, God forbid you give your opinion. Saying a lot of people comparing it to when Mae Young gave birth to a hand. 
This is not fucking comparable, okay? <laughs> like, how are they? Okay, so no, don't ask me how. Just, don't ask me. No, how. just imagine, just imagine WWE's CGI graphic effects that they can do. Just imagine how shitty it's gonna look if they actually do attempt to make this look realistic. I just, I don't care about all that stuff. I don't want to live the rest of my life thinking that. Seth Rollins doesn't have an eye. I don't want to live the rest of my life like that. I don't care if he gets an eye transplant. He lost an eye. Why does he need to lose an eye in wrestling? Yeah, I think I think it's it's, it's totally extreme. pointless. It's pointless. It's, it's it's the PG era, right? That's what we're in. PG. No, this is not PG. You can't show blood on TV, but you can rip someone's eyeball out as a stipulation. This isn't exactly. PG. That's why it's not going to happen. I don't see it happening in this PG era unless we're they're bouncing out of it all of a sudden. First of all, it's, they wouldn't use Buried Alive for their match. with. Yeah, they called it a Boneyard match, and everybody knew it was a Buried Alive match. Why didn't they use Buried Alive? Why don't you tell me? Because it's PG, right? And you're not going to insinuate that in your match. Um, so, but w- what's the name of this? The horror show? And the stipulation mm-hmm. is you have to... No, no, the stipulation is an eye for an eye match. That's what they're calling it. It's, I know it's not going to happen, but it's just a very odd thing. And I just, I don't want anyone to lose an eye. <laughs> I, I know it's not will. real. It's going to come out to some bullshit conclusion. And it was it's all it is is just a, a talking point to create buzz about it, whether it's positive and negative or just what the fuck do WWE you agree just wants people talking do you agree Period. kyle that this isn't go it's not going to end with someone's eye really being ripped oh, out no here's what's going to happen and this is going to make you more excited for extreme rules <laughs> nia Jax is going to come out and she's going to unsafely slam both of them and walk out and it's over <laughs> they'll, they'll because that's the only way she knows how to do time. anything is unsafe so we just, spoiler alert, we just ruined that match. <laughs> Damn, you really went there, huh? Yeah, yeah I did. Sorry. <laughs> no, it is true. I, I don't I don't see it actually going that way unless, now here's the thing, unless Rey Mysterio actually does retire. Okay. And then he loses. That is, to me, it's the only way. So like I said, what are you going to do? Now, if you have something like this happens to Seth, then he literally he has to have an eye patch for the rest of his WWE life, and that there's no way around it. Yeah. No around it. And I think I think that would just be asinine. So I don't I don't see it happening. Um, and I don't mean to get all like crazy about it, but you know when I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, right? I got a 40 minute show going on with commercials, and uh, I'm invested in their patients with them. So if one of their patients dies, I cry. So there's nothing different about me not wanting Seth or Ray to lose a fucking eyeball. Nothing different about it. If you're invested in fake shows, you're invested in fake shows. I know it's not real. I know it's not really going to happen. But longevity, it's weird. It is weird. And I, I think it's funny because it's totally, you know, Vince McMahon, he's, what, 197 years old. So the guy's completely lost his mind. You know, when, when he talked all that shit about AEW, and that's where Blood and Guts came from because he said that's all the show will be is Blood and Guts. 
and the the company ah. that's been doing these crazy extreme matches is WWE. There's been more outside of a Cody Rhodes match. There's been more blood on WWE shows than there has been in a long time. Whoa, back up. So, hold on. I know that that um, AEW was having a hard time getting New York, getting booked in New York, right? Because New York, New Jersey, tri-state area is WWE territory mainly, correct? Right. Um, so you're telling me, I didn't know that happened. So Vince McMahon said that. And AEW was like, well, fuck you. We're going to do a blood and gut show right in your territory. I mean, yeah. I'm just I'm speculating. That's where the name uh, is. Like, he literally used the term. It was back in the in when Triple H called it a pissant company, which is this mm. still the funniest quote ever. Um, but it was it was in that time frame, you know, where Vince like pulled all the superstars together and was like, yeah, AEW is going to do blood and guts. And we're not about that here. And, uh, no, Cody, it was a media. It was a media call that he was right. On. That's this, it. This man was on the media call, and right. he told the per, he told all the dirt sheets. Yeah, and then the, the, Cody, yeah, yeah. you know, tweeted things about it too, and and then yeah. all of a sudden we have this this special thing they're gonna do called Blood and Guts. So in, yeah, like, in New Jersey too. Right, you're you're right. I mean, that's that is WWE territory, mm-hmm. and I think it's fucking epic as hell. <laughs> I mean, I would be stunned if. You know, Vince McMahon doesn't own the phrase blood and guts, but, right. you know, maybe that was in talks for a while, something along those lines. But it, to me, it just seems a little too coincidental, um, especially the location, too. So that's where I think that's coming from. Yeah, I don't I don't want it. If one of them does lose, I, I hope it would be Ray, just because even if he did retire, like, Chris said, you know, his his masks nowadays, you know, they got those ma- they could easily hide the fact that he's he's actually got an eyeball. So mm-hmm. you can't do that with Seth unless he becomes the Monday night Lucha Messiah. You know what I mean? Which is insane as that guy has become. It's not too far fetched. <laughs> no, but they could just go with the eye transplant. Oh, we got him a new eye. He's good to go now. Eh, I don't want to hear that. That's how stupid their creative is. They might give him a bionic eye. He might have a fucking robot. Well, I mean, I'm going to say this. Their creative might not always be on point. But at WrestleMania, we did get two really good... Well, I mean, one wasn't really a match. But we did get two really good cinematic matches for the sake of whatever the Bray Wyatt and John Cena thing was. That was awesome. Yeah, but I, I guarantee you that creative did not write that out. That was out of the mind of Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Right. Just like the Boneyard match. and it Yeah, that was like, the mind of The Undertaker and AJ Styles. Yeah, no doubt. That wasn't and Bruce they, Pritchard and his 13 fucking minion fucks writing no. that shit out. There's no Jesus way. Jesus Christ. Let's shit on WWE a little more. <laughs> well, no, it's, it, it's easy to do, right? Cause it's <laughs> funny. But at the end of the day, I am going to just say this. I am excited for Extreme Rules. I think Cruz deserves a different opponent. No shit. Um, you know, he deserves something better because he's really owning, you know, what he's doing right now. But How is MVP getting a U.S. title match before Bobby Lashley? Is Bobby Lashley going to be in his corner? Who knows? Are they still together? I don't I, I'll be honest. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I could watch it and I wouldn't know. You're like me. It's just kind of odd. Yeah, but I mean, from top to bottom, 
if you if you write it down as I have, this could this this could be a good time. I mean, it, it really could be. Like I said, there's no it's not like you have anything else to do. So okay, I, I I'm I'm going to watch it. I think it'll be I think it'll be a lot of fun to watch. All right. I don't want Seth to lose an eye. You know, he's going. I don't think he's going to. It's either going to be Ray or like was pointed out. It's some weird thing is going to happen. So he's he's going to be a father soon. Yeah. You know? no, so. they, they won't know. They're not. Gonna do. Now, if this was TV 14, I, there's no telling. Like he'd probably like they'd probably rip his head off or something and he'd get a head transplant or something. But that was totally crazy. But I'm just you know what I mean? Just saying that that's kind of the. <laughs> I think I think more so something weird is going to happen. That's all. Some sort of weird interference. I think so, too. I don't think I don't see them going that far. I think the stipulation is just to get people interested, which, you know what, whether you like it or not, like me sitting here saying. I don't I don't like the idea has me all that more interested to watch. So whatever they're doing is they're doing it right. That's all I'm going to say. This okay, just here's hit my me. prediction. Here's my prediction. This just hit me too. Go ahead. I'll I'll say mine after yours. It's so stupid. So Ray is is on the ground, knocked out. Right. Seth gets the look in his eye. He takes his hands and he brushes his hair back behind his behind his shit. You know. Um. And he walks over to him and he picks him up. Dominic comes out, pleads for his father's eyeball. Seth smirks, throws Ray to the ground. And then takes Dominic's eye out, and then the match ends that way. That's what's going to happen. Go mm, in. Okay, I have. And then Jack's body slams Dominic. This was my idea of how it's going to end. Very similar to yours. He has Ray on the ground. He fucking whips the hair behind his shit, like you said. Like you said. He picks, <laughs> he picks up. He picks up. He picks up Ray. He's about to take his eye out. Dominic comes out. And then he makes his dad forfeit. Oh, hey, there you go. So you went the more, you went the normal route. <laughs> the typical yeah. WWE route. Yeah, yep. you you went the way that it's probably, you probably just spoiled the match. <laughs> yeah. I keep forgetting about that little bastard. Um, but everywhere Ray is, there's Dominic, so. Yep. Okay, well, I mean, I guess, like I said, whether you like the idea or not, people are talking about it, yep. and people are probably going to want to see what happens, myself included, actually. Yeah, I think just you know, I just want to hit this one more time. I think there, there's there's it's interesting that Bailey takes on Nikki Cross, and then immediately after that is Asuka and Sasha. I think the the where they are on the card is suspect enough to think mm-hmm. they're finally going to pull the trigger on this. Finally. And it's going to be epic. So you think, okay, so the, the say the direction you think it's going to go again, the first match is going to be Bailey and Nikki Cross. Yeah, so Sasha I think... going to try to do something inadvertently. Yeah, so I think Sasha's going to come out because Cross is clearly going to be in control. And she's going to do some sort of distracting of Cross. Bailey starts taking, you know, she gets control of the match. And then what will happen is Sasha tries to do something and, you know, the ref gets involved. And then as the ref is yelling at Sasha, Bailey comes over um, and then Nikki rolls Bailey up, almost gets a pin. 
Bailey does win the title, but it's going to be a lot of drama there. And it's all going to happen within like two minutes, like it always does, right? And then Bailey's going to be like, have a moment, like, holy shit, you know, I almost lost this match because of her. I'm going to come out and mess with her match on purpose, right? That's going to be the final shot fired, finally. She's going to cost Sasha Banks the yep, title. The raw one. Yeah, from, from gaining it. Yep. That, that's that's what I that's what I'm I'm hoping will happen. Yeah. Do you think that's what's going to happen? No. Is that just okay? <laughs> I think okay. they're both going to win clean. Period. Yeah. But um, that, there is a part of me that thinks WWE the, the way SmackDown has gone lately. Um, you know, I think they finally realized they being Vince McMahon realized we're not going to have crowds for a long time. We've been we they can only stall this for so long before nobody gives a shit anymore, even as hot as it is. At some point, if you don't pull the trigger when it does happen, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Whereas right now it's at a fever pitch. Okay, so they got. okay. so this is the horror show. Um, When is the next when is SummerSlam? How many pay-per-views away is that? Should be the next one. Should be the next one. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's that's where the turn is going to happen, no matter what. Yeah, I mean that that is the and line in the sand. And I, think I, think, I think it's going to be with a tag team title match. I, I could see that happening in a tie in a tag title match. Yeah, I think those tag titles are kind of like because it would be crazy to take Bailey's SmackDown title but leave her with the tag titles. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things like nobody wants to be on her team. That's what I, I would be doing. Because, you know, none of them would want to be on her team, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't there's know so many, There's so many good directions they could take with that. Right. But you know damn well they're not going to. No. You know damn well it's going to be just the worst possible situation. Okay. And how Nia Jax will come out, I don't know. Okay, I'm <laughs> done with the Nia Jax <laughs> Is Nia Jax back? Like I don't know. I hope not. Fast forward. Yeah, she she like destroyed everyone at the money at the Money in the Bank match. So she didn't she force Kyrie Sane in the one to retire? Yes, like she, the only yeah. person she didn't physically destroy was Oscar, and that's because she barely touched her in the match, or else she would have. Is is she the one who injured Charlotte Flair? I think. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't even remember. Charlotte got injured? Yeah, she's out. Yeah, she's been out for a couple weeks. She's out for a while, though. She's out till probably next year. Yep, she's going to be out for a while. She's got a, I think it's an ACL or both MCL, ACL tear. Something, something along those lines. Something major. She probably botched a moonsault or something. Yeah, she does a lot of high-risk stuff, for sure. Well, I don't... I like Charlotte. I'm not, I never say anything bad about her. She's a great Thank wrestler. You. I was yeah. waiting for you to say something about my <laughs> comment. Um, but changing the subject from wrestling, because I think we covered everything. There's one more thing I wanted to, I, I missed, I, I didn't, uh, didn't state, but Jericho, oh my God. Like we, okay. So last on the last co- uh, podcast, we talked about the, the, the ratings and what so now you're, in the you're dropping back to AEW. I have to. I have okay. to. I totally missed this point. This is this is something that happened in AEW. We were talking about the ratings last week. 
mm-hmm. Jericho comes out to cut a promo, and he specifically <laughs> mentions how the 18 to 49 demographic is what everybody should be paying attention to and says that the, none of the other ratings matters. That's what matters. And then he called himself the demo god. No, of course. Hashtag demo god started spreading like wildflower flower, fire all over Twitter. It's fucking great. So now, so now there's going to be a t-shirt, I guarantee you, probably fucking 3, 3 p.m. tomorrow there's going to be a fucking... Demo God t-shirt. Pro Wrestling Tees is going to be working all night. Yep. That's hilarious. So I, had to mention, I had to mention that because we talked about the ratings last week, and I just remembered him saying that shit, and then thus I remembered the hashtag. So anyway, all right. Move on away from wrestling. I think we've covered a great amount. We covered a ton of wrestling tonight. I think that's really good. goddamn week of wrestling. I think yeah. we had to. Yeah. Um... I guess we'll see Sunday. Next week should be interesting to see when we talk about what actually happened at Extreme Rules. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, threw, we threw out some wild shit. <laughs> um, but let, let's, let's talk about, I mean, we always throw in some type of life-related topic, um, usually relationships, because... I'm a female, and that's what I like to talk about. Um, <laughs> um, but is it possible to, and I, I think I may have spoken about this before, is it possible to stay friends with the opposite sex, to be in a platonic friendship? I don't. I mean, for me, as a as a female, it is. I don't know for men if it's different or, like, I, what are you guys' takes on it? I'm sure you have – I feel like for us, it's platonic, but at the same token, we never met. You know what I mean? So it's easy enough to talk to someone and just be friends. But when you, you have them in person, is it different? So I'm not going to speak – as a man, uh, I'm going to speak as an adult. And believe it or not, I am somewhat mature. And yeah, it's, it's totally a thing. Um, and it, it's really not that hard to do <laughs> either. It really isn't. Um, but it's, it's just the way people act. And a lot of times it can be like where you, you know when you have feelings for somebody, right? You know when you have feelings for somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I, I have a female friend or had one, long story, who was literally, um, it was almost like a brother-sister type relationship. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it was great. And she's one of the best friends I ever had. So it's totally possible. It's totally a thing. You just have to be... Um, you just have to be mature about it. Like, I mean, that, that's just, that's literally all there is to it. And there was and no feelings involved on either side. No. Okay. No. As a matter of fact, it, it was never weird either. It, like, you know, you didn't have this weird energy, you know what I mean? Like there, none of that shit. It just, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it, it requires, um, just being mature. I mean, that's literally, it, it truly is a simple thing to do. 
So oh, that's okay. how I feel about it. I, I think it's totally doable. Um, and, and I actually feel, especially in today's day and age, it's a lot more common than it was, you know, 10 to 20 years ago. I agree. I do. Um, Nobody like it used to be is getting married like people used to get married, right? People used to be like, I got to get married. And it was like, you spend time with your spouse and that's it. Mm-hmm. Do things with your spouse. That's it. Like, because everyone like millennials were all so damn poor because we have student loans coming out of our ass and everything else. You know, we, a lot of people in my age group, our age group, they live in like groups. You know what I mean? Like they get houses together. Yeah, they, so that's course, right. Yep. You know what I mean? So the, I think a lot of it is culture and where, where we are, but it's just different now because, you know, people are so much more free and experimenting with themselves now more than ever too. And, um, I think, I think that's why it works now. Now, like 10, 20 years ago. No, I, I don't think I, I would have the same opinion, but I think more people would feel like, no, you, it doesn't really work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been a lot of different, there's a lot of different views. I think maybe one time I might've posted about it on Twitter and I think that it was mixed opinions. A lot of people said yes. A lot of people said no um, because of the simple feeling that the simple reason that behind it was. And I do agree, but I don't. I think when you spend a lot of if, if I had a guy best friend, I'm spending a lot of time with them um, and I'm not related to them. <laughs> it's feelings tend to get involved because you already know this person inside out you know what I mean like so I think that sometimes and I'm not saying this is a situation for everybody and I'm not even saying it's the situation for me mm-hmm. but I think like from other people's perspectives was incoming that you spend time getting to know this person on such a deep level that feelings almost automatically get involved now how you handle your feelings yeah. is what comes into play so if I have a guy best friend that I maybe caught feelings for, but I don't want to ruin this friendship, I'm not going to say anything. But me as a Sagittarius, and again, it's hypothetical, never happened. <laughs> me as a Sagittarius traits, and I'm a blunt person, and I spill my feelings all the time. Um, I don't know if I could hold it in. I don't know if I caught feelings for somebody, I may risk the friendship by telling them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just that type yeah. of person. And I and it's not that I'm immature. It's just that I put my feet. I think with my feelings and not with my head. And and it's a it's a problem for me sometimes. But, you know, not in this situation. But in life, I do. I tend to think with my feelings and not consciously with my head. And uh, I think that's the problem with it. So. Well, that might be my problem with it. But at the same token, if somebody had feelings for me that I was close to, I would be honest with them and say, I'd really rather us just move forward as friends. And I hope that they could, you know, Mm -hmm. that's back to your maturity level. So I don't know, Chris, do you have anything to say? Because me and Kyle kind of spoke on it. I mean, I agree with I agree with what you guys said. Um. I guess I'm going to talk about it from a slightly 
different perspective because I guess I, I mean I'm I'm in a relationship right now, so I mean I'm going to be in a relationship for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, but you could speak hypothetically, right? I know, but you guys have spoken pretty much everything that needs to be said about that topic in a hypothetical sense. But like from a from when you're in a relationship or a marriage standpoint, I think it just relies heavily on trust and how the you know a lot of relationships nowadays have that there's this there's this stigma of trust issues going around and there's um there's a lot of people that just have this distrust built into them from past relationships and they just don't they just don't believe that their partner or their boyfriend or the, whoever can can have that type of platonic relationship because of their past and because of the stigma and i feel like as long as there's you know open communication and trust you know with your cell phones with with your emails or whatever um having that readily available for the person you're with at all times is most likely the key that's going to help you know keep that trust intact during that time period but <clears throat> that's that's just my perspective from you know being in a relationship uh, that works for us and that's what a lot of people nowadays won't even do or will try to avoid completely avoid the subject completely they won't um they, they you know they'll avoid it or they won't they'll have their phones locked and you know be kind of secretive about it and things of that nature so it's kind of just like you know That's just what a lot of people do. I don't know. I'm, I, don't okay, know where I'm, so, I don't know where I'm going out with this. I, no, I get it. I think, I think if yeah. you're running around locking your phone, then you're not platonic with other people. Yeah, that's, I mean, shoot. I, I, I took the words right out of my mouth. But, that, but that's what it is. That's, that's, what, that's where the whole, like, these opinions of can you be platonic with people and, or can't you be come into play because because of that those issues that arise from an you know tons of relationships and that's where this whole stigma builds from is those types of situations that people have been in from past relationships i guess that from a relationship point of view you have a different viewpoint of it but i have been in relationships where i've had guy friends and no one was checking my phone (laughs) And yeah, I think no, I, I think that would have been the downfall of my relationship if it got to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, like I can't do that without the trust being there. Yeah, can't do what without the trust being there? The relationship. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I yeah. mean we've all been there. Like you know, like back in the day, you know, you'd have. Yeah. You learn. You grow. You learn. You. You. You just, I, I don't know if I could handle that. Like, I would need, I, I, I give, I mean, whoever can do it, I give credit. But the open emails, open phone, lock phone, no. <laughs> I think if you're, like, married, then your spouse should know your phone codes. Yeah, knowing the codes is one thing, but actually using them is another. Right, oh, yeah, exactly. no, you, uh, no, just, 
it's just the open communication of having right. it there when people yeah. when people avoid that topic or or get defensive about that topic that's why the that's why these issues arise or start yeah. to arise no and that that i think no it makes perfect sense and, and i get it but i think that but i, I guess i i'm just a cold-hearted bastard so like <laughs> if, if i get burnt in a relationship so like you know i don't look at past relationships because it's uh, yeah. a past relationship mm-hmm. and it sucks so thus it's in the past so when I'm in a new one, I'm I'm literally approaching it a clean slate, you know, and I'm gonna go at it with, hey, this girl has dude friends, all right, whatever. Right, uh, because I, it's I actually not... find a lot of my time making fun of these dudes. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I would not be friends with this guy. You know, this is a weird dude. Um, where this guy spends a lot more time on his hair than you do. You know what I mean? Like that. That's that's you know, it's each their own. But damn, like. But do you go into the next relationship knowingly? You have to be open-minded to the fact that past is past, and exactly, I just this I let person it go. is not the person that hurt you. You cannot move into another relationship until you heal what hurt you, because you will right. bring it in and you will destroy your next relationship, and that's right. fact. And you that's just the tell stigma. Yeah, the fuck right off and move on, like because you know that to me it, it's. Like I said, I could just be, I, I could be, like, bereft of feelings, and I guess that's probably what's happened anymore um, when it comes to anyone. I mean, my kid's one thing, but everything else, if I get burnt, I'm like, ah, it gives a fuck, right? I don't care. Like, who gives a shit? I, I can, um, whatever, move on. I, I just, I just don't care anymore. Um, but, yeah, even before I got that jaded, if a relationship ended, I moved on to the next one. It was a total like this was this is a different person, right? This yeah. isn't this is a different person. So it's it's a let's be excited about the relationship and you know that the fact that see like a lot of people are like, well, you know, you're dating somebody, boy, girl, whatever, and they immediately introduce you to their opposite sex friends. That's a red flag. See, I don't look at it like that. I look at it like they're introducing me to their friends, which yeah. is a big deal, right? And it, I mean, okay, in, in, in the past, yeah, I've had one who ended up fucking the dude. I didn't care because I'm like, oh, that sucks. All right, just more Xbox time. Like, you know, I don't have to fucking spend money on your ass right now. So that, that, that's, that's, where, like, that, that, that's what I do. And, and it works. You know, you're just like, well, that sucked. Well, I'll get, you know, get another one and we'll try it again. It, it, it's not the same person. So, well, I mean, from your past, you know, dating app relationships <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, that that kind of thing is just a no-brainer for you to just, you know, from the yeah. trauma you've been through, if somebody just cheats on you like that, I'm sure that just blows right past you. <laughs> you just move right along. I literally told one, I was like, well, that sucks. And I just walked on. <laughs> exactly. You just, I'm like, well, yeah. all right, well, I, go, I, got, I guess I'm free. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It works I, though. Yeah, you're right though. In all seriousness, you have you have to approach new relationships. Open minded. You yeah. absolutely have to, or it's gonna get nowhere and you're going to be in this funk and you it, it, it will it will mess with your mind and it zaps your confidence. Just it, it'll just remove not just for dating, but in general. Your, your confidence will just deteriorate on a daily basis. 
So you, you, you have to get past it. I agree. I have to. I and it's know. not fair to the new person, right? I mean, it's not fair if you're just going to constantly be in this state of fear. Uh, yeah, um, that's a problem. Like, why Why would you, t- like, say I'm dating a guy that got hurt before. Why come into my life and make it hard for me? Just don't. Just focus on yourself. Get yourself better. And, you know, I'm a true believer in what's meant to be will be and then you know take it from there yeah but i wouldn't want somebody coming in with past baggage oh some girl broke my heart okay then i know like i'm gonna step back you know i don't want to hear your broken heart stories or anything like that let's start fresh and then when we're a couple months years in you could tell me your broken heart stories because you're over it right exactly and it's like, so I had a, I had a friend who, uh, you know, the, the prettiest girl we ever dated. So of course, every little time she wouldn't answer a text immediately. He's like, oh, she's cheating on me. I'm like, fuck, you know? And one time we were hanging out and he called her. She didn't answer. And he called her again. She didn't answer. I'm like, dude, just, it's fine. Right. She, she's existing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't stand that. <laughs> right. So when she finally answered, she's like, hey, yeah, you know, you called me. I was washing my car like I told you I would be. (laughs) His response was, with with whose dick are you washing your car? And I was like, dude, you just ruined it. You just. Stop. Just ruined it. And they didn't last much longer than that. I'm like. No shit. So what do you think? I mean, like, come on. I mean, that's a normal thing that people do. Right. So. And she told him, she said, I will be washing my car. And some people spend, I spend hours on mine because I like it to look nice. Right. So, and she was the same way, very meticulous. It took her a couple hours to wash her car. He didn't, he would just, you know, with water and soap and call it washed. So. So he expected her to be the same way and get done and text him or call him. Like, why, man. It was, you know, it was a really nice spring day outside. I'm like, she's taking advantage of the day. Chill. Damn. But yeah, you just, you can't, you can't, you gotta, you, you just, you just have to clear your mind. You have to. And what you'll notice is if you have that clarity, you will, you will see actual red flags much sooner. Because yeah. your mind is, is in a clear state. It's, yeah, it's, it's doesn't have the paranoia there anymore to fog you exactly what's that called manifest destiny where you you literally make it happen yes you tell yourself it's going to happen you think it Um, into existence yep your brain brain plays tricks on you me and uh me and maria were talking about this earlier how uh when you watch a horror movie Sometimes your your brain plays tricks on you to make you think that you're you're in the horror movie. Oh, like, have yeah. you ever have you ever felt that before? Like, mm-hmm. kind of the same shit. You, you live this horrific relationship, and then and then you, nope. you're always gonna you know start reliving those moments from it in your current relationships. I always tell people if you feel lonely, watch a horror movie. You won't feel <laughs> lonely anymore. <laughs> no, well, I know, but you know. And I did. We were waiting for you, Kyle, to join. And I told him what happened. And I watched this. We wa- we watched this movie on 
um, was Hulu, Hulu. Uh, they come knocking or something like that. And, uh, you know, like they were in a trailer and they're knocking on there and they, they were like aliens, like scratching and stuff. Right. And then this morning, my cat's like at the door attacking something that is making almost the same exact sounds that they were on the trailer. And, and okay, maybe it's an animal. We look on the camera, you know, this, there's a spider web there, but she can't see anything. <laughs> so, uh, then I'm eating dinner and I look at the window and yeah, my windows are dirty. Okay. But <laughs> there's like in the movie, they put like a circle, like a, um, it's not a happy face, but it's just a circle and it's got like two lines for eyes. And mm-hmm. this son of a bitch is on my window, the circle with the eyes. And like, wow. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Maybe tomorrow I'll take a picture. And, uh, who the fuck put it there? They're like, that's, some creepy stuff happening in one day yeah. but and then I was gonna go outside and check my car see if there was like somebody messing with me uh but there was bunnies outside and I didn't want to disturb them because animals are greater than people so I decided I'll just check tomorrow <laughs> if you have you ever seen the Monty Python and the quest for the holy grail you don't fuck with bunnies I don't what well I, I never saw it yeah, you need to see it it's hilarious it's it's a spoof kind of comedy thing, but um, yeah, there, there's this bunny that's like this vicious creature, <laughs> and it, it has a body count. It, it's, well, it's, I it's really incredible. just I wasn't thinking the bunnies are gonna. Kill <laughs> I'm just saying though, don't fuck it. You made an excellent choice not fucking with the bunnies. Because, I just wanted them to eat their grass. <laughs> yeah, you well, you never know. Who oh, knows? Death by bunny. Oh. That'd be an embarrassing way to go. <laughs> well, imagine people start dressing up as the Easter Bunny like they did it, like the clowns the one time. See, I missed that. Why can't we have those? Like, just just the clowns come back. I want the clown just standing in the middle of the street. Yeah, like, come on. I mean, that, at least that was like, yeah. I, don't know. I, don't know. I think an apocalypse with a, with a physical, you know, actor of the apocalypse would be much more entertaining than the damn virus. Yeah, the shit needs to go. And um, actually, so do we. So. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and see, there you go. That was that was an awesome segue. Yeah. So um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 3 Count Life with the three, the number three. And then you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Maria, M-A-R-E-E-A underscore Rose, R-O-S-E. And then you guys want to give yours? Yep. Yeah, I, I still haven't consolidated mine. Twitter's <laughs> Kyle DC 37 and Instagram the underscore KDC 37. And mine's at Chris Sinister 86 on both platforms. I try I try incredibly hard to be funny, so it's somewhat <laughs> worth it's somewhat worth to follow. Especially on Instagram. It is. You post good memes. Yeah, I, I have an embarrassing large embarrassingly <laughs> large amount of memes on my Google Drive. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you back for episode nine next week. Big deal. Getting there. Yeah. Maybe ten we'll drop a YouTube video. Oh, things are getting crazy. Ah.
well, good night, everybody, or whatever. <laughs>